Okay, so I was hanging out with friends this weekend, and okay. I've just I've gone for it. I'm starting to plug the podcast. Okay. Here's the thing: is I love the name. I think Scene Partners is a great name, especially for people that do improv or comedy because they understand what that means. Okay. Because I I told my friends about. It. They're like, oh my god, that's so exciting. Tell us the name. I said it's Scene Partners, <laughs> and they went <laughs> like. You both see someone and they go, <laughs> they go, you seen that person. And then for the remainder of a 30 minute podcast, you make up a life for the person that you have both just seen. And that's the podcast. They've managed to pitch a way better a way show. Better <laughs> podcast, And I'm so nervous. Um, I think we change our premise now oh. and talk about that guy we saw downstairs <laughs> who couldn't open the door. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, he's probably a, a frustrated mechanic uh, yeah. just trying to get, get back on his feet. He wasn't able to fix cars and he's trying to get back on his feet. Goes into this office building. The, his first day, first challenge is I can't get in. I, oh. I can't open this door. OK, so, you know, the woman that helped him. Yeah. I think that they might have like a little little something, something, something. Like she followed, she's been watching him all yeah, day. Yeah, and she's been waiting, waiting for him for to kind of slip up and need her like expertise in the building. No. She she jammed the door. <laughs> uh, nobody knows who we're talking about. Nobody has a mental image of these people. No, they don't. <laughs> Welcome to Scene Partners. <laughs> I'm Christina. I'm Ryan. And we're the scene partners. So the scene partners or just scene partners? We are, Cut the that. It's like a scene from Social Network. We're scene partners. Scene partners. Um, so thanks for joining us. This is a podcast about uh, comedy, uh, pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Friendship. Friendship. <laughs> Friendship. Every That's time. New. I'm, no, uh, no, I swear I said it. <laughs> uh, politics, relationships. Partnerships. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm just thinking of synonyms for friendship. <laughs> How was your week? Tell me, catch me up. Okay, my week was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. My I feel I feel like my life is busy. It's not actually that busy though. Um I but I, I feel like I'm rushing from thing to thing. My whole life is like it's like a, a bar graph and and as much as you raise my time commitment into something, you have to lower it somewhere else. And I feel like I'm always just like bouncing around from thing to thing, trying to make my life work. And I don't know. It sounds but, busy. I like how you're like, I think it's busy. It's not busy. But it is. But it is yeah. busy. Um, no, it is. I I was at a, I, my wife and I go on dates. I So I apologize that most of the, my stories are going to be like, we're out on a date. And I heard. I like that. Yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> I heard the most obnoxious drink order I've ever, ever heard. And it wasn't a pretentious place. Like, I'd say it's mostly like a wine bar. Okay. And I got, <laughs> Let's stop for a second. Yeah, okay. Every week I'm going to tease something in part that you say <laughs> that I just adamantly uh, disagree with. Uh, so my wife and I were at this this bar, whatever. It's not pretentious. It's mainly a wine bar. Um, When you say a not pretentious kay. bar is like a sports bar. I said sports bar last week and you... Made fun of me for going to a sports bar. Well, yeah, because that also doesn't make <laughs> sense to me for you. But if you called it a pretentious sports bar, I'd be like, oh, that's weird. Okay, but I, I promise you it was a, this was a non-pretentious bar that was prim- primarily wine. The only non-pretentious wine bar would be one that only sells Jackson Triggs. Is that that brand? That's a, like, that's a very localized wine. Canadian brand, but it's it's like the low bar house wine everywhere. Yeah, we um, will not be getting an endorsement or sponsorship no, from... I, I apologize to the wine producers of Jackson, Jackson Triggs. <laughs> uh, Do better. Every, every university kid that goes and orders wine is getting Jackson Trey. Anyway, so as <laughs> we and, digress. Okay, so you're at this bar. It was non-pretentious. The vibe was loose. And this dude walks up and all, already I'm like, this guy, he's got something going on. And I I'm like, all right, let's just listen. Like in my head. Yeah. There's probably a lull in our conversation. And I look over and he says, Can I get can I get a gin tonic in a pineapple bath? Have you ever heard somebody ask for something, whatever it is, in a pineapple bath? What's a what is a pineapple bath? Juice. He's asking for pineapple juice. But he said a gin and tonic in a pineapple bath. I, I want to punch him. I in wanted the to face. walk over there and be like, dude, just leave. Just leave now because 
This bar's loose, man. <laughs> this this is bar's a, loose. This is a loose wine bar. Go somewhere pretentious, man. <laughs> like that upscale wine bar down the Sin street. Sindel, get another glass of the white Jackson Trace. I hated it so much. That's that's rough. That is actually, it's rough. Um, I I'm feel like JP to- is right now Googling pineapple bath. <laughs> and I... And if it's a real thing, then I'm going to just sound like I'm, if it's a real drink order, I'm going to sound like scum. But if you just want pineapple juice in your drink, it, oh, okay. it's not can, real. Oh. It's not real. That would be like, could you imagine doing that for anything you're ordering it, that goes in something else? Like if I, my, my coffee order is already kind of douchey. I like my half sweet skim vanilla latte extra hot. It's That's just who so I am. douchey. I know. I get it. <laughs> Whatever. But could you imagine if I was like, hi there, I'll get uh, two shots of espresso, uh, a pump of vanilla, and an extra hot milk bath. Milk bath. <laughs> that is the equivalent of the stupidness. You don't even need to, like, I get it if you want juice. It, maybe you feel awkward asking for Maybe he he's trying to have this persona of like, I don't want to ask for juice at a bar. Oh my God, girls, let's get a little wild. I'm going to get us Jagger shots in a Red Bull bath. <laughs> I would have more appreciation for people that ask for a Red Bull bath. I Anyway. Oh, this is my favorite. And I'm trying not to like judge people, but I just, I also have wanted to punch him in the face. It might be a real thing. Like maybe it's more than just pineapple juice. Maybe I, we sound incredibly like uncivilized. If at this point we have listeners and you're listening and you know what a pineapple bath is, please tweet us. Please. I don't know what our Twitter handle is, but at this. Scene do, Partners Podcast. Scene Partners Podcast. Tweet yeah. us. Tell us what a pineapple bath is. Please <laughs> help us out. Um, how's your week though? Please. I. Okay, so my week was good. Okay. Uh, I traveled for my new job. Okay. It was my first work trip in this new fancy position. I went to Toronto. Okay. Uh, it was great. But I hung out with friends one night, the friends that I also told about the podcast. And here's the thing I've realized over the last several months, but it really came to a head yeah. this weekend is that the moment I walk into anywhere remotely hipster, like, okay, to put it into anywhere that serves uh, either the check, no, yes, a drink or the check in a mason jar, anywhere like that. You've got a check in a jar? You've never gone to- How do you get it out? You never- My hand is too fat. Like, when you go to, like- a restaurant that's hip and they're like, mm, are you ready to go? And you're like, yeah, check please. And it comes in like a mason jar rolled up <laughs> with like a clothespin, a oh, wooden stained I've seen clothespin. The clothespin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Anywhere that is exactly like that, I immediately become invisible. Like immediately. It's like I walk in and I am putting on an invisibility cloak and no matter what I do, no one will notice me. I- Okay, why? Why is that? Why I don't do you think know. it is? Okay, so I, I partially first, don't believe that. I first noticed it at a hip coffee shop in Ottawa. For our Ottawa listeners, I'm talking about Ministry of Coffee. Okay. Where 100% if they could, they would serve their coffee in a mason jar. It's not that hip. Okay, you get to say that because you don't go invisible in it. People probably <laughs> love you there. Yeah, they bring me the coffee when, as I walk in the door. Just kidding, but Kay. Oh my God. Please. Okay, so I go there some mornings because okay. it's on my route to my old job. And I swear to God, I could be in line with like five people and they could be like, Janet, how's your dog? (laughs) Steven, is that a new sweater? Carla, what did your psychic say? Were they right? What can I get you? And it's like the moment they come to me, they want to spend zero time with me at all. And they have to notice me because I'm just like in line and I need to purchase something. So that is like the small scale version where they at least still have to notice me. I went to a bar this weekend. Again, it was like everything was in mason jars. Everything was stained like dark wood. The lights were really low. And then on every table, there was like candles with the wax melting down. Mm. Like that's a new cool. I like. I want to go. Oh, my God. Of course you do. You'd love this place. (laughs) I walk in. The waiter finally comes over and he's like, what can I get you? And I was like, he said, I swear to God. No, no, you are imposing that. Whether or not he said it verbally, he said it with his eyes. I don't remember at this point. I'm blocked in him. (laughs) (laughs) But he like just like whips a menu at me and I'm trying to be so hip. I also put on a hip out. I was wearing denim. Denim is so cool right now. I was wearing all denim. 
I was like, well, fuck, if this doesn't work, well, well. <laughs> what, um, what, like, it's in your confidence, I feel, when I, when I walk in there and I get no service, it's because I look like I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to get no service in this place. No, I look like I am desperate for attention and love. <laughs> and maybe that's why, though. I think I want it too bad. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. sitting there being like, please come over and make me feel like I'm cool. And then my friend who I'm meeting struts in and instantly the waiter comes over. He's like, hey, man, how you doing? What's up? What's new with you? As if they were like old friends. Remember when we talked about smolder eyes? Yes. Okay. I feel like I try to do friendly eyes and maybe they just come off. It's called smizing. Yeah. I'm, I, maybe I'm not good at it. Can you do it? Do it. Um, you're smiling, though. The, like Tyra Banks <laughs> would say you're not supposed to smile and you're just supposed to smile with your eyes. Oh so God. have a neutral face right now. Okay. Okay. I was just slapping myself. And then smile with your eyes. No, that's so, you're giving me bedroom eyes, but like, no. <laughs> Quit moving your eyebrows. <laughs> this is really great for the listener. Yeah. It's. All this to know is that I can't uh, do it. I'm sorry. And I'm invisible in hit places. I'm sorry. It's fine. Because then they were telling me about. The weekend before, this girl was at the same bar and got really drunk and got kicked out. And the bonus of being invisible is I could probably get just shit face mm. there and probably like break a chandelier. And they'd be like, oh, was there a gust of wind? Mm. What happened? There's no one sitting there. So that's like your birthday party bar. What's a birthday party bar? Well, oh, a place where, you, where get... you can be completely irresponsible and they're like, yes, oh. this is where I'm going to go for my birthday party. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be wearing like a birthday tiara and like a birthday pin and a sash and everyone will be there as a big group and they'll be like, oh, what's everyone here for? Oh, just uh, a work party. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how my week was. OK, good. Can I tell one more story? Please do. OK, so last night I watched the fifth Harry Potter movie because I'm 12. Which one is that? Remind me. Is that the one where it's a it's a uh Athletic competition? No, that's four. Okay. Yeah. Five is... I thought you were going to say something very vague. Like, is that the one they're at Hogwarts? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a little bit more out. tuned in than that. It's the one where Voldemort is back. Oh, and, and nobody believes Harry Potter. Yes. And then everything okay. happens at the yeah. ministry. Yeah. So we're watching this movie. Uh, it's my partner, myself, and one of my good friends. And they are both just teasing me incessantly. About the movie? About everything. Oh. <laughs> like, I couldn't get the DVD player to oh, okay. work. So they're like, oh, classic Christina can't work anything. And I was like, oh, my God. So I'm just down. This is in, your safe space. I know. And I'm just down in the dumps. Okay. And then there's a scene where Harry Potter has started the secret school to teach them yeah. how to fight dark yeah. magic. Great. We're watching that scene. Yeah. If I asked you, oh, how do you think they picked these people? What would you think I'm talking about? <laughs> Uh, like, I I think you're asking me in the context of the movie, like, what made the people, the wizards special that they're like? Yes. Okay. How did Harry pick this group of students yeah. to be part of the school? Yeah. How were they trustworthy? My friend Justine looks at me and goes, mm, like a casting call? <laughs> As if halfway through the movie, yeah. I'm like, oh, how'd they pick these people? That's yeah. <laughs> As if I don't know how a movie works. Um, it, it's like they, I, I'm, I find that anytime I recommend a movie to people, they're like, yeah, thanks. And they never watch it. But there's some people though, mm. who can recommend a movie and everybody's like, oh, Steve, I just watched that movie you recommend. Like I am weird. Why do you think that I'm is? I'm perpetually frustrated by, I feel like I have really good taste. I'm sure you do. I'm sure, but you've probably never watched anything I've told you to watch. No, no. but it's, it's like a... Oh, this, but Steve last week. Oh, right? Jungle it's Book was good. This syndrome where I'll tell people, we are sitting... I, yes, this weekend I was out at like a little house gathering thing and everybody was sitting around. They're like, oh, what's good on Netflix these days? And yeah. I was... And I was listening to everybody say their stuff and I was like engaged. I was pretending to be involved. And then I was like, oh, guys, I got something. I was like the stand ups, the dude, uh, the first dude whose name's Nate Bergazzi. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he is so funny. And everybody was like, oh, OK, cool, cool. And I guarantee you no, no one is going to watch it. it. And I'll be like quoting it next weekend. People will be like, oh, what's that from? 
Doesn't okay, matter. You know what, Ryan? Tell me about the stand-ups. Let's start our segment. I don't remember what it's called. Was that funny? Was that funny? Yeah. Okay. Sure. We're going to start that segment. Was that funny? Yeah, Where we bring together things that we've watched and we discuss Ryan, if it was funny. Tell me about the stand-ups. Okay. So it's like a really glamorousy. Netflix show mm -hmm. where the opening scene is um, this like beautiful theater and it's like slow motion. The Lumineers are playing in the <gasps> background. Love the Lumineers. And you just feel like, oh, is this some kind of like hipster comedy show? Like they're, they have an audience. They know who they're going for. And people that could go to that bar and be served properly. Yeah, exactly. Nobody, nobody at that bar would be ignored. <laughs> and the audience is all beautiful. Like they pan to the audience. They're all like the LA models or whatever. Um, and then, so the opening scene is this like car driving up, and this guy gets out, and and his name's Nate Bergazzi, and he's a first comic. So it's like six episodes, but it's really just like six different sets at the same theater. Okay. And Netflix has this thing where they're going really hard into stand up. Clearly, like everybody has a stand up special. Um, Jerry Seinfeld's coming out with. Yeah, I read one. they're just really cheap to make. I well, yeah, because it's like one set, and yeah, you totally. you got people anyway. So. It's not like a short set either. It's like 30 minutes. So it's it's a good chunk of like your best A material over 30 minutes. And this the first guy is just like really solid. And I like him because he's self-deprecating. And I love self-deprecating humor because I see myself as being a piece of shit too. <laughs> and so anytime somebody calls themselves out of just being like just fat, disgusting, whatever, I'm like, ha, me too, buddy. Like I really it's relatable. Yeah. Um <laughs> so so his like really mm -hmm. just like um deadpan stuff but oh wait was this supposed to be a moment where i'm like a scene partner in life and i'm like ryan mm -hmm. you're great don't do that believe in yourself no because don't you ever change you for sure know most of my improv is like well i suck at everything and i'm like ryan don't beat yourself up you're great <laughs> don't ever change i'm most comfortable in my comedic shorts no, comedic shoes <laughs> when I'm being self-deprecating. Mom, I'm putting on my comedic shorts. Leave me alone. Yeah. And so I like him because he's, um, I also like relationship humor. Um, and it's, so it's very, he very much like talks about his, the dynamic between him and his wife. He talks about just like being, um, I don't know, just like unmotivated, unsexy, all that stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I love yes. it. Yes. Uh, so his was really, really good. And it's the only one I've watched in that series so far, but it's, yeah. What's the best joke in it? Oh, okay. So he tells this bit about like, he, it's in the middle of the night and like in relationships, I'm going to do this very poorly compared to him, but so, but this will be a poor teaser, but it talks about how, when you, as soon as you get into a relationship, you, um, fights happen any time of the day. You can like, you can just get into an argument at any moment and, um, Recently, him and his wife, they woke up to got, get in a fight. So this dog, they have the dog, and yeah. the dog's afraid of uh, afraid of thunder and lightning and oh. stuff. So th they have these pills that um, like are sedation pills to help the dog like go to sleep. So he's like, you know, the dog's crying in the middle of the night, like three a.m. So he, he wakes up his wife. He's like, "Hey, where are the where are the pills? I gotta get the pills." And then so he goes into the like, she's like, "Oh, they're in the bathroom." So then he goes to the bathroom, gets the pills, and he looks and he sees that they're expired. And then so he has to go wake her up again. And he's like, oh, honey, I'm sorry, but these pills are expired. And she's like, don't you know those are the pills aren't expired. Those are just new pills in an old pill bottle. And he's like, you know what? That's my bad. I should have known that. I should have known that. You know, like when you uh, we have company come over and uh, they're they're looking at the milk carton and they're like, oh, this milk's expired. And they're like, oh, you idiot. That's just new milk in an old carton. And it's like a really good bit. I love that. Yeah. And he is, you know, I, I. I guess it's real for this stage of my life. It's relatable. So. Yeah, no, I think that sounds really funny. I'm going to watch it. Okay. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're the only person that's. Ever I take said your that. suggestions <laughs> so seriously. I, I feel like I was like back in the day, like, oh, you know, SNL, really funny show, guys. And they're like, shut up, man. That sucks. I just picture it. I've heightened it in my head to be that all of your friends are sitting around with notebooks, like furiously taking notes, being like. Oh, okay. So I should definitely watch The Crown season one. Okay, I'm writing Thanks, it down. Steve. Is there yeah. like a specific episode <laughs> that I should like really get into? And then it's like, uh, guys, guys, I, I got a, I got a contribution. Everyone just like puts their notebooks, notebooks down. Away. Yeah. And go ahead, Ryan. Mm, yeah, that sounds really good, yeah, buddy. Yeah, was that funny? Cool, wow, Ryan. Wow, yeah. great. Anyway. Steve, anything else? Oh my goodness. 
Um, Have you watched anything good? Okay, so I haven't been watching a lot of TV. Okay. And I don't say that in like a braggy way. Like I've been outside and like really busy and I'm just trying to be more active. I don't have Facebook anymore. I deleted my account. Did you actually delete yours too? No, I'm saying that's what people say in like a pretentious way. Like I don't have Facebook anymore. That was me in January. I know. I'm just sort of done with Facebook. I know. You're like, did anybody invite us to events? Because I can't see them. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Finish your story. Okay. So I haven't been watching a lot of TV, but I have been listening to this podcast, which I told you about a bit offline. Okay. And I'm obsessed with it. It's called Good Christian Fun. Okay. And I think it opens. You have, yeah. It like welcomes a great conversation. So the premise of the podcast is that these two uh, young people, one is a pastor's wife, but she's like super hip and cool. Okay. And then the other is just a guy who like was religious growing up, but now he's like kind of on the fence about it all. And is like, I don't know. But every episode they pick something else from Christian pop culture and talk about it and just like explore it. And I think it's a hilarious, like they mock it. They like te- like pull it apart. Right now they're doing the movie Fireproof. Did you ever see Fireproof? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The one about like the falling apart marriage. It's like you pull people out of buildings every day, but oh, you're not yeah, a hero yeah. until you're a hero to your wife. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's deep stuff. Yeah, okay. I just picture you going up to Pineapple Bath Guy and him just letting you have it and be like, are you a hero to your wife, man? Oh, that that's the line are I'm going to ask, yeah. Uh, so it made me think about, because I grew up really religious. Yeah. As did like, I, yeah. As did you. Yeah. And we've, all, we've said on the beginning of this podcast twice now that we would talk about religion at some point, so Here I'm throwing go. it in. And I find it really interesting to think of who can mock religion and who can't. And like when I find it funny when someone's making religion, the punchline of a joke versus when I don't find it that funny. Yeah. And I can't, I'm still trying to, I want your opinion of this. Oh, I got so many opinions okay, on this. Okay, great. Yeah. Cause I'm still trying to figure it out. I use religion all the time in improv. Like I, you, I just, just punch it. <laughs> yeah. But I think I've come to realize based off this podcast and thinking about it that I like when people know sort of the like intricacies of it and tease it apart that way rather than just be like religion sucks. You all suck. It's dumb. I like it when someone's mm-hmm. like, oh, is your heart heavy today? Because <laughs> yeah. to me, that's something I heard every day when I would go to church. Like, how's your heart today? Uh, How are you doing? I, I fully agree. I've seen some really tasteless stuff uh whether yeah, totally whether it's christianity judaism islam whatever i've seen tasteless stuff and it doesn't make me laugh because it's like if i went to another town and i was doing a stand-up set and i was like this town is a piece of shit <laughs> people would be like you're an outsider that joke sucks yeah if and I'm there's from nothing that, there if i'm from that town it's funny yeah totally if you're from the community like a faith community and you make a joke, you have a lot more runway than if you're from the outside saying, look at those idiots. And I think you can make jokes about religion by like being an outsider and being like never been a part of that community. Like, I think you can, but there's ways to do it. And you can tell the people that are just trying to be shocking for the shocking sake or versus uh, just, or, or get it and are doing it in like a respectful way. I think totally. And it's fun because there's a lot of things now looking back and when I tell stories about my religious past that I realize there's like built in jokes there that I'm not mocking anyone who still believes in it or is doing it. But it's like just those little, especially growing up as a teenager religious, there's all of those like awkward moments that have so much humor to them that I just want to do like a whole stand up bit about that. Yeah. That's not my premise for this week. It's not developed enough. Okay. All right. But I was recently telling a story about so I grew up Pentecostal so like tongue speaking falling down Holy. being taken over by the Holy Spirit world totally respect that community my whole family's still part of it uh, but I was thinking about the first time I ever spoke in tongues because I was like 13 I was at summer camp and there's so much pressure and I don't think so much so much pressure to speak in tongues because if you're not 
then what's wrong? Like, why oh, aren't yeah. you close enough to the Holy Spirit? All these things. And the boy I really liked was just wailing in <laughs> tongues next to me. I don't know if wailing oh. is the right word, but was just like in the zone. Yeah, and he I was, was like, that day. oh no, he's totally going to like come to and notice that I'm just like standing <laughs> here being like, because one, I thought it was the sexiest thing. I was like, oh my God, he's so close to the Holy Spirit right now. That's like, so that weird, is but I so get it, but hot. it's weird, but yeah. Right? But it was like, oh gosh, he is like a man of Christ right there. <laughs> oh, I need that. And so I just felt so much pressure. And I know I'm not the only one who's ever done this, that I just start to fake it. I faked it. You faked it too. I, faked it, yeah. I feel like if someone just came into the podcast right now, oh, they'd yeah, be I like, faked it. Fake it all the time. I was making so much noise, <laughs> banging on the table. I wasn't sure what to do with my <laughs> eyes. Uh, yeah, I okay. I have a I have a story similar, but I I was in a Christian band. Of course, you were. And like, what, what did you play? What did you do? <clears throat> I played guitar and I sang. <sighs> And I remember having lots of conversations of like, should we play at this venue? They serve alcohol. And it's like, I really want you to remember. Some comes at you fast. Yeah. We're going to get listeners. If you remember some of your Christian rock lyrics. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I, I should also say like, sorry, in terms of like shows though, the Simpsons made fun of church and Christianity all the time. And it was hilarious. Never was offended. It was, it was so good. Um, Versus, I can't even think because I just like have written it out of my mind. But there's yeah. been like maybe some stand up stuff. I don't know. Oh yeah, stand up comedians use it a lot. But like, as I hope I would be as a good human being, if somebody was making bullshit jokes about Islam, Judaism, Hinduism, whatever, I would be like, no, that's offside. Like I, I hope I would have that same filter, and I think I do. But yeah, yeah. No, I agree. All right. Okay, but my end of my story oh, is that yeah, I wanted to impress the guy next to him. Let's call him Jason because that was his name. <laughs> uh, and I just started. I thought it sounded real legit, but I'm pretty sure it sounded like scatting. Is that the expression? I was like, do bop bop bop, do bop bop yeah. bop 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 bop, do bop do bop do bop shoot. Yeah, okay, bop. so that's scatting. No. If that was your speaking in tongues, I would call you out as a faker pretty quick. <laughs> Just shame the 13 year old at the front. Also, I think I was probably like slowly moving towards and being like, do bop 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 I'd be like, everybody stop. Everybody stop. <laughs> this person. <laughs> No, yeah, that's my we. Uh, so you guys made out. Yikes. <sighs> Sorry about that. You know, it's fine. <laughs> that's a what if of life. Yeah, we should go to the new material showcase. <laughs> I, that's all the material I have. Oh. No. Okay. okay I have a no. premise. Do you have one? <gasps> this is new material showcase music. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. I could probably speak tongues over that. Don't. Don't. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> That's our other podcast. Okay, what do you got? Okay, soon enough I'm going to come with like material more prepared. Oh, I think. so like, this is another B list. I learn to craft a good joke. I'm like taking the listeners along a comedy journey with okay. me. But okay, I've been thinking a lot about high school reunions, like a 10 year reunion. Because yeah. mine was this year and I didn't go. But also because I don't know what I would say to people about my life. Like I haven't done anything that I thought I would have done by this point. Like, you know, when you're in yeah. high school and you're like, by the time I'm 24, I'm going to have like two kids. I'm going to have been married for like five. Yeah. Again, I grew up religious. So I've been married for like six years, <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> um, I'm going to like own a house outside yeah. of town. And I know several doctors from my high school graduating class. Right? So anyway, keep going. And I'm not saying I'm like unimpressed with myself or like I don't have anything to show for myself, but they're just so far from what I thought they were going to be when I was like 17 thinking about who I'd be in 10 years. And also I'm a very competitive, judgmental person. So I don't want to go empty handed and be like, oh, yeah, I work for a union now. No one knows what that means. That's not impressive. And so I was thinking there's like something built in there that I think this is probably the case for a lot of people of your life just takes a different yeah. turn. You don't yeah. become a lawyer, doctor or teacher. It's like, how do you come off to other people? So I want to do a bit about like bringing my master's thesis with me to the 10 year <laughs> reunion. <laughs> Yeah. And like talking about it as if it's my child. 
Oh, okay. And just like bringing it into conversation, but like being kind of embarrassed about it, like trying not to be too showy, but also like, please. I think this is funnier because I also know what your master's thesis was, which is it was so specific, yeah. so localized <laughs> to Ottawa. It's about one building on one, one campus. Building. So for you to bring that to an entirely new context is wonderful. And I really hope. Oh, you had two kids. That's so interesting. Uh, have you uh, read my thesis on the spatial effects of neoliberalism on post-secondary education institutions in Canada? <laughs> no, that's so weird. <laughs> Yeah, I think, um, okay, sorry, keep going. No, that's all. Well, I just think it'd be fun to just slip into cut like, oh my God, oh this, oh my God, sorry, am I still holding it? That's so embarrassing. This is my master's thesis. I also own a bike and a laptop, but like who's counting? Um, and then just like, you could go ahead to the venue, print it out on, you know, some of the towels in the bathrooms and, you know. Oh my God, is that an excerpt from my thesis? <laughs> That's so embarrassing. It does that oh all the God. time. Oh, there's the dedication to my longtime partner who's scared of commitment, so won't marry me. But like, whatever. It's just my thesis part. No, my, my thesis supervisor's facetiming me right now pardon me so i have sorry. to step out of this conversation what a publication in an academic journal i'm so embarrassed yeah what do you think i think ottawa's the right crowd for because so many people went to grad school here um yeah i i mean i think any place where there's a university with a grad school that would work it's, yes. a, it's a good time in your life to be doing that joke right yeah. okay do you think there's anything i could add to it there's so much just there's so much anxiety around being in the age demographic we are and doing the I'm at a university now this is it mm -hmm. like you better know what the heck you're doing um and so I, there's a lot of anxiety and people nervous laugh for that so I think there's <laughs> lots to build excellent um, I I similarly have one um that that I think plays off of that like you just want to misrepresent yourself that um, was totally representing. Oh, that, yeah, that's representing yourself accurately. Um, so you can like steal this material too. That I'm I'm offering this up to you. Um, I, uh, as you know, I moved into a new building, yes. and I'm. I think every time you move into a new building, you're like ready to recreate the TV show Friends. You're like so interested in like how yeah, can I totally. recreate the show. Um, because everybody's like, oh, I want Joey to like pop in and Chandler to like start dating me or whatever. I don't know what that, that is my exact view. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that's my ideal building. And so every time we move, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I just hope it's all young people that we can just recreate friends with. Ugh. I'm, Ryan, I'm so incredibly disappointed. My neighbors, they're the biggest letdown. And it's so frustrating. And I just want to like yell at them like you guys let me down. What did they do? Um, no, it's just, it's not, it's like, okay, the, the floor one is just seniors. So like there's units, uh, it's just seniors on floor one. Okay. So people who. Mobility issues. Uh, <laughs> mobility right. issues. Go uh, ahead. Which is fine, but like, we're not going to like have, I don't know, game night with them. Or maybe we could. You could learn oh my goodness. so that much That came this. across so insensitive. They're not going to. Spoiler, gonna, yeah. ageism ahead. Oh my goodness. Okay. So anyway, forget I said that. <laughs> Next floor, it's like all people with kids. That's fine. But again, just in a different place in life. I just want you to stop one of them in the stairwell and be like, your life decisions are fine. Yeah. But you just not kids. for me. It's fine. No, it's for me, just not yet in my life. Great. Go ahead. Third floor, it's just us. So like we're in a three, four floor building and like one by one, it's just, it's not right. So anyway, I want to like, I decided rather than trying to become friends with these people, I'm going to like try to like just misrepresent myself every time I come to the door. Okay. So anyway, just every time I come to the door, I want to be like just talking loudly. Like we're coming home at like 1 a.m. I just want to like pretend like, oh, you know, thank goodness I got a call from Alicia Cuthbert. You know, otherwise I would have just been in a bad place today or like, oh, thank goodness. Okay. Um, I'm going to stop you right there for a second. Okay. I love this. I think it's great. I firstly want to be friends with all your neighbors. I love the elderly. I came and across I as so kids. insensitive. Please just forget about that. Uh, but <laughs> based off of the, on the first floor, I wouldn't yell about Alicia Cuthbert. I, I don't it. think they'll know who she is. Second floor, George Clooney, they might. Yeah, you uh, want Richard like, Gere. Richard Gere, that's who <laughs> you want to yell about on that floor. Okay. Uh, second floor would be like, uh, what's that show with the cartoon dogs and they like fight crime? 
Oh, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Oh, thank goodness I'm going to be on the next episode of Paw Patrol. Don't let those kids think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then third floor, it's really just me. So it's like my wife waiting for me when I get home. I could be like, oh, thank goodness I have this great body. Is there an empty apartment next to you that's yeah. going to be rented? Yeah. Okay. Here's where I think you got some real gold. Okay. Is you need to really, really sell that apartment to the people that you want it want to be in it like I, you still have a chance to have a joey and chandler across the hall yeah you need to find them and if people try to rent that apartment that are old or with children yeah you scare them the hell out and i'm gonna like oh i'll like try to time it so during the viewing and i'll be like hey you're looking at this apartment hey yeah you know we love ecstasy in this building <laughs> I don't know. It's perfect. I think there's so much to work with there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's a new material showcase for today. Everybody, thanks for sticking around and, like, I don't know, barreling through. Oh, oh no. shoot. Anyway, um, at the, we've been having... Guests come on our show of people we admire in the local comedy scene. People we think are could host this podcast could host way better just than like, we could. could take our place. Yeah. Um, I'm also, you know, maybe if you're sick one day. Okay, you're already cutting me out. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, today we have somebody to join us who we've performed with. Um, we've seen perform is probably in the. Okay, you're you barely miss the show. Would you say the the best improv troupe in Ottawa? Yes, I actually would. I've okay. never missed a show. Okay. Since I've been here and interested in improv, <laughs> she, it's been 12 years. <laughs> she's here and we're like not letting her talk. Hi, Christine. Hi. <laughs> uh, Christine Shadid is joining us from Crush Improv. Yep. Hi. Um, Woo. And, and Rhythm and Burgundy. Yep. That too. Rhythm and Burgundy is like, is it a side project now or does it take more of your... More of your time. Uh, depends if there's stuff coming up. Yeah. If we're like, like for Fringe, everything took the back burner so I could just focus on yeah the comeback tour. How was the was Fringe show? show? It was crazy. It was, I mean, by the end of the run, nothing was working on stage. Like the really? lights would shut off. Oh, and so okay. I took out my phone from my back pocket. I turned the flashlight on <laughs> and shown our faces. And then like <laughs> Allie's mic pack died. So I would like share it. Oh, and then God. it was just like... The, like at one point, the the god mic in the back rolled off the tech table. And oh my <laughs> on the god! Ground and it was on, and there's this little old Asian lady in the front row who screamed. Like it was so funny. Um, but I think I'm gonna remember the mishaps more than the yeah. <laughs> more than the successes yeah. and fun. Yeah. Well, well, for people who don't know because. Our global audience. Oh, my God. Oh my Listeners in Ireland, we got your back. <laughs> um, Crush is like your improv group. Rhythm and Burgundy is, what would you guys, how do you describe your your musical styling? Like, is it like? Mm, comedy, comedy band. Folk comedy? <laughs> We're not Flight of the Concord. No, but did they, did they play a part in, like, or were you guys thinking about this and then you saw Flight of the Concords? Did, did you see Flight of the Concords thought, like, oh, we could do that? I, know, I used to be obsessed with Flight of the Concords. She'd never heard of it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I was like, dude, and she was like, oh, let's start writing songs. I'm like, okay, well, like Flight of the Concords? What's that? It's like, girl. That's, girl. that's when we you walk it. away. No. Um, yeah, so like a, just a predominant theme have been people we like see all the time perform and just think, holy crap, they're so good. But you don't do comedy full time. Like it, you, you, you work for the government. How, how do you do Like how, how do you balance that in your life? <laughs> are you somebody, I mean, Christina and I are extremely different in this place. Well, I will tell anybody I work with that I'm, that I do comedy on the side. Like mm -hmm. I'll lie to their face when they're like, oh, how are you? You know. I will tell everyone and, and anyone I ever meet. A, a billboard that she's, you know. <laughs> it's on most of my shirts now. But do people know, do people like that you work with? I've been at the same job for two and a half years. It got out. Okay. Um, but you didn't want it to get out? I didn't tell people. Um, maybe I would tell one person that yeah. I was close with. I'm like, oh, I got a show this week. Like, what, what kind of show? And I'm like, oh, it's uh, it's, yeah. it's improv comedy. It's uh, Or like, oh, my my band. And they're like, you're in a band? And I'm like, I'm not talented in the band. It's just <laughs> funny. It's not like I'm a, like, don't expect me to start like picking the guitar like a beautiful, like. Play me a song. Like, yeah. Or like, oh, do an improv. And I'm like, I can't do that. I, <laughs> um, but then 
some like higher ups in my office would have found out and they were like, Oh my God. So every time they introduce me to somebody else who's like in senior management, this girl, she does improv. She like stands in front of drunk crowds and makes <laughs> jokes. And I'm like, okay, please. Like these are people. I like, will say I was me. drunk at your last show. Oh. I respect that. And I respect you. Thank you. I was at Hoolies. You know, if you buy sangria, a picture of sangria at Hoolies, it comes out bright blue. Just bright oh, fluorescent blue sangria. Wine though, wine is. Wait, yep. it, wait, wait. Was it blue wine? I don't know. I, don't I was know. like, "Excuse me, what is this?" And they're like, "Sangria, ma'am." <laughs> I was As like, "You idiot! <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it sangria, sir?" No, it's mouthwash wine mix. <laughs> that is what it looked uh, and tasted like. Wow. Um, you're also performing in another troupe as well, though. Mm-hmm. So, oh, <laughs> yes. at any given time. <laughs> How much do you have on the go? Lately, uh, uh, two shows a month. Okay. Um, That's still a lot. Which is, you know what, though? It's very modest for before. I How much? To, what I, was your peak? Five or six. Oh. Oof. Yeah, there was a time where I had a bi-weekly, and then there was um, Crush's Sunday show, and then Crush's Bout Time show, and then if uh, Rhythm and Burgundy did something, and guest stars. Yeah. <laughs> That was crazy. But Ugh. that's, I think, why you're such a good performer because you had stage time like crazy. Yeah, it started 10 years ago. Yeah. In uh, in high school. Wow. So. Did you do the Canada Improv Games? Of course I did. <sighs> my dream. Were you the cool kid in high school for doing the Canada Improv Games? <laughs> I was games? the nerd in high school for doing <laughs> Canadian Improv Games. This is the thing. I tell everyone I do improv because A, I'm so new to it and I didn't do it in high school. So to me, it's such a cool thing to do. Mm, no, I was like, a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> and people associate improv for some reason with like not being cool. Well, it's like the, I don't want to throw myself under the bus here. No, but do it's it. like the social, all like the the socially bus. awkward, like sometimes those kids who go do it, um, which we weren't like, but. I, I didn't think that at all until like I met like I spoke to one of my cousins and I was like, yo, I'm doing improv and I'm so hey, I'm man. so freaking rad. Um, can I swear? Yeah, yeah. I'm so freaking rad. <laughs> yeah. and, um, Maybe next time. Next time when it feels right. Um, and he was like, improv. <laughs> I'm like, what, what's wrong? It's so cool. Um, um, I use my imagination. I'm like, I also love watching high school improv. It's, di- it's, it's so, so different. different. It's like, okay, your suggestion is innovation. And then there's like 12 kids being a clock together, like moving as one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is cool. They use yeah. their bodies a lot. So much. Yeah. Well, I mean, when there's only one or two people in front, everybody else has to be the set. Like you, there's no yeah. back line yeah. in, in CIG. And uh, the weirdest thing was when I switched from CIG to university. Canada Improv Games. Canadian. Canadian. Improv game. Boy, you don't even know. <laughs> I didn't do it. Yeah. Well, Is university improv like talking heads, like standing, trying to be <clears> funny? <throat> uh, university. Okay. There are rules in CIGs where you can't swear. You can't make toilet humor. You can't do that kind of stuff. University, as soon as I get there and I kept saying like, ah, well, darn it. And they were like, Christine, you can swear. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I was so excited. You have all this like pent up. Yeah. And then maybe for like my first year of doing it, I was just the most crude I've ever been in my life. Uh-huh. Do you guys have a do you have a swear rule in crush? No. We have a swear rule. One, one swear each. One F word each. One F word each. Yeah. Wow, why do you do that to yourself? Because it, I feel like by the end of a set it loses its punch. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we break it a lot, oh, but it does keep us conscious of like, oh, I've said fuck too many times. Like it's probably mm. not carrying a punch anymore. It's just kind of like, oh, she's still swearing. <laughs> yeah. See, I've gotten to the point where after I like when I started doing more bar shows, my parents would come. They come to everything because they're lovely. Oh, um, right. But uh, at, when they, we would like get in the car and leave after they would be I'd be like, hey, guys, where was I? Was I too inappropriate? <laughs> my mom was like, "You were beautiful," oh my and my God. and my dad would be like, "You talk too much about your ass." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, that's fair." That's every interaction I have with my parents. Yeah, my mom is forbidden from from coming. You're, you'll never bring them. I bet they don't even know you do improv. No, they do. It's it's got out because they'll like. I have my parents on Facebook, so they'll like see a show promo. They're like. So uh, can we uh, come in? <laughs> no, <laughs> I just I'm I'm going to make some dick joke when my parents are or my mom's there. There's and I'm, nothing wrong. No, with but them. we're gonna make eye contact when it's coming out of my mouth, and it's just like I can't I can't do that. You got to get over that. I have a masturbation lyric in one of my <sighs> rhythm and burgundy songs, and I 
was uncomfortable that my parents were going to come, but they were like, we're going to come to every damn show. And I was like, okay, just so you know, talk Listen. about, talk about <laughs> masturbating to a whale. So. <laughs> <laughs> just get, get ready. ready. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, we will be ready. <laughs> how does one, like, how does a parent prepare for that? Um, I think it's more of a, oh, Christine. Oh, geez. She doesn't know what she's talking she's about. She's talking about a friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we do an improv scene? We, we should. We should. Um, okay. Did you bring a premise for us? I have like four in my head. Okay. What Choose is Choose one. Your favorite. Well, yeah, Mix whatever. Mix them together. And this is just for us to do right here and now. Yeah, we sit yeah. down and we do an improv scene. Have Can you we... ever done a sit down improv scene? Uh, yes, actually. On the oh, wow. Once. Wow, I'm so cultured. <laughs> um, how about uh, three, uh, we're three elderly friends who have seen each other. We're having breakfast at the retirement home. Oh. Oh, your specialty is elderly. I just, okay, Ryan had some ageist premise to a joke recently, <laughs> and I said I liked elderly people. We can learn a lot from them. <laughs> oh, yeah, they know everything. I don't have a thing for the elderly. <laughs> That's another stand-up bit. All right. Toast is burnt a little bit today. I told you, Donna's on vacation. She's the best chef here, and she's on vacation again. I know, I know, but I just... How do you... How do you really toast it properly? Well, when I was younger, my mom would just take it outside and just... Put it over the fire. I'm very old. Very, very, very old. Before the toaster? Before the toaster. Wow, that is old. It's very old. The stories I could tell, but I shouldn't. Oh, I couldn't. No. Hey, One story. Have you seen the uh, the new cleaning guy? Oh, I haven't seen him from out front, but I've seen him from out back. Am I right, oh, girl? Oh, Am I right, Gladys? Oh, 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 there he is now. Oh, I think... Excuse me, ladies. Oh. oh. I just need to, if you could lift up your feet under your table, I just uh, need to sweep. So what's that? Lift up my skirt? Oh. Oh, oh please. I, no, just please lift up your feet. I, oh, I need sorry. To, yeah. Susanna, put your skirt down. Sorry, I'm so sorry. It's, it's, atta it's attached to everything. <laughs> you raise your arms, your skirt comes out. I raise my arms, my, my breasts come up. I just oh. don't know. There they are. Oh. Uh, oh. 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 Oh, sorry. Oh. I, did I nudge oh. you with my... Broom handle? I just... I haven't seen a man handle a broom like that since my late, late great husband, um, Vesuvius. Oh, Vesuvius. Remember him? I I mean, he's still alive, sweetie. I know, but he's like, he can't get out of bed. <laughs> so, I have to look around, you know? I know, you gotta get your options in order, but mm. he's still there. Y you know, I, I saw Vesuvius and, and he told me... You know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't mind if, if I, uh, you know, talk to you a little bit and, and we, I don't know, I took you back to the janitor's closet. Oh, shut the front fuck. Yeah, he told me that. What? what? A, I, I'm still here. Should I be more sexually aggressive? I'm still here. No, there's only room for two in the janitor's closet. But. Wait, actually. My skirt's up. My skirt's up. It's too late. Gladys' skirt is up. And may I just say, those those undergarments are beautiful. Thank you. My mama sewed them for me from when I was younger. How old are How you? How old is your mama? <laughs> Mama's dead. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, but I keep the undergarments. Amazing how it still fits. I'm a very petite woman. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh, Janitor? So petite. I, I'm, I, I've made up my mind. Vesuvius told me I could do this. and <laughs> You're just trying to distract me from my goal right now of... Trying something new. I need to try something new. Things at home aren't going well. I'm sorry I said this. I'm too personal. Chad, tell us about things from home. Oh, my goodness. Do you have time? Honey. All the time. <laughs> in the world. I'll be here till I die. Yeah, I go home at 6 p.m. So, well, I got about 20 minutes. All right. Well, till then. Okay. God, I love burnt toast for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you see, my wife wanted a new pool and... I took off my shirt and I started digging a hole. The sun was beating down on me and I was sweating profusely. And... The, and... Sorry, I'm licking my lips. And yeah, I, I gathered that. And the, the sun... Did I mention I was sweaty as hell? 
and oh. and I thought might as well take off my pants too. And there might, I was in, well. in the the underwear my wife sewed me. We're tra- we're traditional like that. <laughs> do they do they look much like lattices? They're very similar. Do you want me to show you mine again? No, I'm f- <laughs> no, I'm fine. There they are. Oops. And well, thank you. And uh, yes, thank you. We they all- also have war veterans on them. <laughs> The detail in the embroider is really something. The sewing back then was much better than it is now. It anyway, this leads me back to my story about my 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 trouble at home and and the pool was getting deep and and I was sweaty and and my wife comes out and you know I'm stuck in a hole basically and she says I'm I've lost interest in you and you know the bookshelf you what? built sucks. What? How oh. many years were you in the hole? <laughs> A number of years. She would throw me food scraps for a while and, and our love dried up. Tell me this, Chad. Um, did you see other people entering the house while you were living in the hole? I heard voices, you know. Okay. Did you ever think about going inside at the end of the day? And... I just wanted to give her that pool. I know, but it shouldn't have taken that long to dig a hole. Have you seen these arms? They're tiny. I... They don't look tiny to me. I would like to see this hole, though. If I could just, I would like you you to see my hole. Please. Somebody pass the butter. (laughs) Fancy. (laughs) All I wanted was a scene that didn't go sexual. That's all I asked. Well, we brought the wrong person. Hi. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Also, we're not going to have any war veterans that want to listen to this. Oh. How's the sit-down scene? Was that okay? Yes, I wanted to like physically do stuff though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like I wanted to like physically do I stuff. Just, <laughs> I'm just showing mm. up. Ladies, mm. hey. Hey. hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> that felt natural to yeah, me. Yeah, to me too. <laughs> so in most scenes in my life hey. on stage. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, I hope that was in our our. Improv troop name is a little awkward, and I feel like I default to just being like, I hope that wasn't awkward for you. See, when you say, I know your team name is a little awkward, but when you say our team name is a little awkward, I'm like, what is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> right, the joke. That is uh, the name. That's the joke. Okay, so come to this show. It's a little awkward. Yeah. We're like, hi, we're a little awkward. Cute, yes. cute stuff. I yeah. feel like that That's scene nice. from Dude, Where's My Car? With the tattoos? Sweet. That's a reference still that works, right? Mm, yeah, I caught it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks to the audience for sticking around and joining us. Oh. Oh. <laughs> There's music. This is why everything goes central, because that first beat is like, oh. Oh shit. Yeah, I got my swear in. Mm. Nice. <laughs> Today's episode was recorded in Ottawa, Ontario at Pop-Up Podcasting. Featuring Christina Muehlberger and Ryan Mulligan. Recorded by J.P. Davidson. And featuring music by Nikolai Haidless, Mr. Gavin, and Fox Beat Music. All available on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening. <laughs>